Thanks for tuning into the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Canadian events for the regular people. is Ronald Ronald Reagan said it where nothing lasts longer than a temporary government program. <laughs> I love I loved Ronald Reagan. I, I was watching him. some of his quotes the other day. Yeah. Yeah. But how true is that? It's a temporary yeah. program. Like Serb is not going away because it replaces Trudeau's one year universal basic income. Exactly. Of two thousand yeah. dollars. So yeah. Now they're yeah. bleeding the unemployment insurance fund, which I've paid into for 40 years. Oh, man, I'm, I'm applying. Right. Hmm? I'm applying. Yeah. I'm going to apply. That's going to say, you could apply, Jeff. You're unemployed, aren't you? I know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you forward for my, my next project, which is the Soylent Green Project for all <laughs> expatriates coming back to Canada. Snowbirds. 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 Snowbird. Yeah, snowbirds. <laughs> Have you seen the new sweeping things that Doug Ford wants to put into effect? What's I just that? heard what is, that he was. What? What? It, where do you get it? Where are you looking at? I'm looking at the. Uh, where is it here? I'm looking at the Greater Chamber of Commerce, where um, I get uh, it through. Greater of, Chamber uh, of Commerce. Yeah, Greater Chamber of Commerce, and he uh, is expanding for, it for Saint Catharines. Uh, uh, I think it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's hard to reconcile constraint from a guy that weighs 300 fucking pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, fuck off. Give a dollar down. Um, hey, you, push your, you, you should do that? some push-ups. Push-ups away, away from a table, right? <laughs> remember we used to say that was one Doug? Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. With who? 300 <laughs> pounds is equivalent to one Doug. One Doug, Doug yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's he's promoting curfews, travel bans, restrictions of movement outside the home for essential purposes only, closing non-essential services uh, that are currently prevented, uh, child care, weddings, and it goes on all the way from um, uh, to at least January the 23rd onward. Hmm. Well, weddings and child care, I don't give a fuck about, so that's fine. But yeah. what else? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's just, it, it, so you're going to follow the Quebec model of the curfews, probably. Yeah. They left the strip joints open, right? No, all no. the Canadian ballets been oh, closed, that's, too. That's, oh, oh, that's wrong, then. Yeah. 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 They're, they're open, but you have to pay with debit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more coins. No more no. coins. It's all... It's, <laughs> Straightforward. I just warning you, it's still recording and remember that <laughs> And I am a fancy full editor too. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, you know what? The thing is I'm not worried about my political career. It's not gonna happen, so I'm not worried about it. So yeah. I don't care. Uh, there you go. So, What's the beverage of choice today there, uh, Jeff? It is a uh, tomato juice with uh, spicy beans and a dash of uh, Stoli. Dash of what? Stoli, vodka. Oh, vodka. Okay. 
yeah. the drink of the drink of choice for commies. That's <laughs> good. It's actually it's from Poland. Yeah, they're kind of they're, they're well, there. You go. There you go. They were what? You know what? Another point I would need like to make too is that there should be no law, any law in this country that is based on special status based on sex, race, <laughs> or religion is illegal. So that means any, any government program that singles out people based on race, sex, or religion, and that with regard, this is very controversial too, though, with respect think? to land claims. All oh don't you gotta watch it there. All land all land land claims all land claims are null and void. Enough of this. You cannot have a country within a country. Yes, well. you can, Todd. Yes, you can. You build a big wall about that right around that and you put a little opening in it and you let them out and you say, You got a passport to come into Canada? If you don't have a passport, you can't come in. And they we charge them to come in. And I mean you gotta have a visa, man. In can South I just Africa, them, they call it Swaziland and Zululand. They can have it whatever they want. It's their, yeah. it's their property. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They can well, do can I just invite you onto the Trump side then? No, I don't. I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we can start a business of having coyotes oh. bringing children across that borderline. I like that. I think uh, <laughs> the, is that the state, and, and this uh, it comes internationally as well, is that the government cannot enter into any treaty or pact within the country and externally without a national referendum. We're signing well, on to and the, the voting could be run by Dominion software. Yeah, yeah, that the whole, yeah. <laughs> you hire these guys from Georgia, come on up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you just see over, that, over. Yeah. But, but the point is, is that like, for example, the um, Paris Climate Accord. <laughs> Numbnuts signs on to it, okay, and, and brings in his carbon tax. Canada is maybe 1% of the carbon emissions in the world. China didn't sign on. India, India didn't yeah. sign on. All Malaysia, these countries. There's, yeah, there's a million. African countries. There's yeah. a shit ton of other com countries that are, yeah, and most of China and India's power generation comes from brown coal, which is the, the most polluting coal that you can find. So we're paying a tax for that. That's yeah. a good point. Speaking of that brown coal, here's a little bit of a Cliff Clavin on that. They're getting that brown coal. Guess where they're getting it from? Australia. And right oh, now, really? Australia is holding back the shipment of that brown coal to China during their trade war, as well as yeah. their iron ore that they're holding and their back wine. from, and their from wine. China as well. What's that? And their wine. It's a big, big problem. And their wine, too. Yeah, and, and beef. Yeah, big problem for them. Got to love the Aussies. The thing is that, you know, Todd, we shouldn't lead by example. Horseshit. No, you think we should lead See, by example. That's the difference between that's the difference between left and right. The left, uh, it's all about feelings and appearances. We're on the right. It's actually cold hard facts. We actually Canada is if you take into our large um, uh, uh, forest cover, there's actually an argument that we are almost carbon neutral. 
We are beyond that. We're carbon positive. Well, then, you know what? The problem isn't the fact that uh, Trudeau signed that. The problem is that the arguments weren't very made very well. So well, exactly, I mean, yeah. It's 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 a bullshit. It's a bullshit, illogical method, brought forward by um, friggin' humanities study university twits. Well, then, that's, that, but the thing is that you're, you're okay. The way you sounds like you want to throw it all out, and I don't agree throwing it out. It's probably a good idea. They need to revisit it. They need to revisit it and figure figure out what the best way to do it. So you're saying that we've got all these forests and. Yeah, okay, so we uh, piss in the wind a little bit, but you know what? Our forests cover us. The China, yeah. on the other hand, are fucking assholes. They don't have any forests. They ate them You know, all. I have 35 years' experience. I have probably been into literally thousands of industrial facilities in Ontario, in Canada, in my career in the past 35 years. The, by the time, between the time I started, and that, yeah, go to sleep, shut your... Okay, cool. Jesus. Get over there. <laughs> Who the fuck you are, okay? I'm trying. You know, my, my point is the difference between then and now already is industry industries themselves are becoming use, recycling materials more, using lean manufacturing. I mean, my business is for them to use. I make my money or my career on them using less energy. They're striving yeah. They're probably using half as much energy as they were before. So it, it has nothing to do with a fucking carbon tax. Well, the funny thing but, is everyone talks about carbon as being a greenhouse gas, and it's been proven that methane is more dangerous, seven times more lethal than carbon. So why are we going after the carbon capture? Because why we love we going meat. After- because we're all, we love barbecues, and we're not going to get rid of our cows. Oh, the farting cows, cows, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make it. They're gonna make beer that doesn't have any uh, bubbles in it, so that you don't fart all the time. This is, quite, this is quite funny, Mike. I have this, this. I wouldn't call him a friend of mine, but he's kind of a friend of mine. And his job in Australia is to go around in helicopters and shoot camels. Camels. Because the camels in they, they have a direct hmm. carbon tax on uh, or carbon well, bounty. You bounty on them because they produce so much methane in a year it's just <laughs> so the government actually pays this guy to go out and shoot camels as many from as he helicopters can. from helicopters yeah he just fucking goes out and shoots as many as he can and he just leaves them there because he said they're worth more dead than alive well who, who, how do we tax volcanoes how do we tax uh... <laughs> because i think iceland should do ef17 I think they should be pretty taxed hard. I think we should just yeah, they wait should them be nailed, right to the, nailed to the cross. Oh, Pompeii. I think we got to go back in time and get Pompeii too, because yeah. I don't like what they did back then. We just shoot the volcanoes. Why don't we bomb the volcanoes? How about the ring of fire? How about we go <laughs> yeah. in and drop one of those little bombs that Spock did? Just crystallize it. Is that how he did it? Yeah. Don't you remember that one? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, there we go. Let's just do that. Yeah. Thing is, thing is, you can't really help like the natural disaster things that are against us. That's one thing. But things, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I, I personally believe that the climate is changing. Absolutely, it is. I don't. I'm not saying that we're the only things that are are part of it. But I think we are adding to. It. We're not slowing it down either. Yeah, Definitely, time, think... climate's changing, but it's it's changing. It's always changing. I know, like we're going cycles, right? 
And at one time, like for most of the world's histories, there was no ice caps. Yeah, we're well, on the outer edge of a ice age. Yeah, outer stage of an ice age. We're still emerging from an ice age. Yeah, we still are. We're in the cusp and, of aging, though. And and it's ridiculous. I I think it's ridiculous when we have so-called climate scientists actually looking at things in terms of 120 years when geologically, which geology affects our climate, happens over hundreds of thousands of years. Or tens, anyway. Yeah. I mean, the the Sahara Desert, the Sahara Sahara Desert or North Africa used to be the breadbasket of the Roman Empire. Yeah. Well, if you go if you go to the pyramids, they used to be right on the river. Yes, exactly. Right on yeah. the river, because there's actually boats that were like buried there, and because they yeah. were right on the river. Yeah, and that, and now, that used to be all flush or green pastures and things around that area. Yeah, that shit happened long before we started uh, the combustion engine and uh, burning fossil fuels. But look how many camels they had there at the time, Todd. Mm, that's, that's the problem, Todd. That's why the Sahara, Sahara started because they didn't shoot enough camels. Yeah, we have too many camels in the Middle East, and yeah. look what happens. Give it fucking camel. <laughs> you know, our world could be solved if we got rid of all the camels. Like we could set up camel concentration camps. You well, know, we'll, we'll, call them, on you, we'll call them ranches. You. We'll call them camel ranches instead of concentration yeah. camps. Yes, camel yes, camel. that sounds better. And then we can direct the camels. Uh, over to like gas chambers, right? And then we could harvest that, but ex- instead of gassing them, we can harvest that methane gas and then we could burn it as a uh, fuel source and electricity and fuel. We'd be going ahead, we'd be far ahead of Can I spearhead this program? Can I spearhead this program and call it Operation Camel Toe? Camel Toe, yeah, <laughs> Operation Camel Toe would be great. See, Jeff, if, you're, if your friend was progressive, he would get out of that helicopter and he would grab the camel by the toe. Stick by a hose the toe. Because yes. they like being grabbed by the toe. They like being grabbed by the toe. <laughs> by toe. And then it's yeah. oh, like that guy down south. He would stick a hose in the camel's ass with a tank. And they would harvest the methane. We could solve the world's energy pr- war- crisis. We wouldn't need solar. We don't need wind power. We got, we got camel fart. Well, technically <laughs> it is wind power. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, anyways, what were you The problem with your Magna Carta there is that uh, Magna Todd Carta, whatever you yeah, want to call th- it. Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> Magna Tarta. Um, <laughs> it's not, the thing is, how do you enforce something like that? How do you get that going? How do you enforce it? Yeah. Violent revolution, right? That's the only way to go. That's that's how we as tribalists. Well, if you've uh, got act. it written in stone that the income tax rate or the value added tax rate will be X percent, and if you even try and touch it, you will be guilty of treason and up to ten years in prison. And sedition, and insurrection. Insurrection, sedition. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, and and the, and the problem is. And, and I think this is an example of what happened in the South, is that it's the cult of personality and one person. The reality is, is each individual person in this society has to do their share to keep this thing going. We can't just 
And this is why we, we've ended up with, we get the government we deserve because we sit back and just let them think for us. Yeah. Well, Tom, what about this? What about making that as not a profession and a lifelong endeavor to be a politician? Actually, what about, actually, what about contri contributing to the actual GDP and everything of society instead of suckling off the teeth? And you actually, actually have term limits. Actually, that was my point 12, Paul. Oh, That's very limit. apropos. Okay. Let's yeah. move that up a little birth bit. And death. That's a term <laughs> limit. Birth and maximum, death. Maximum two terms, no pension. I think you would get people who would be serious. I, or, think yep. you, I think you should still have the pension contributions, but they get returned to them at the end of their uh, their tenure. You could do a percentage base, like yeah, two percent, yeah. two and a half percent. Yeah. Well, the other the other way to do that, Todd, and or, or whoever whoever wants to say that, is that, look, um, if they if they just make lots of money, so they don't give a fuck. And so you give them enough money so they actually don't care. And then they do the right thing for everybody else. Yeah, that's, right. uh, we've, seen that, we've seen that in action. What's the average, what's the, the prime minister makes about uh, all close to $300,000 a year. Your average MP makes about at least $160,000 a year plus the- well, I, was the talking, I was talking real money, Todd. Okay. We're talking like six figures, not, not yeah, like, like, like Like 300 grand Canadian, come on, really? I mean, seriously. No, I meant give them, like, give them, set them up. Give them a, a couple million a year. Set them up to, like, they're like CEOs of a company. A real well, they company. already do that. They already do that, though, when they can do stock trades without insider trading. Or you limit their power to the point then. where they almost become irrelevant. I mean, in reality, what do we need them for? If we have laws written and we have a taxation system uh, set up, what the hell do we need them for? Well, the thing is, negotiating trade, yeah, common defense, and you can argue with that about everything. You know, you know, why do we need policemen, right? Why yeah. do we need policemen? Oh, yeah, no, that's that's just carrying the argument to ridiculousness. Well, I, I, it is. I don't know if it is because the thing is that we have laws, and if you break the law, then the policeman gets to say you broke the law. But the thing is that the policeman are human beings and they sit there and go, well, I know you broke the law, but we're not going to shoot you because of that. We're not going to do this because of that. We're going to let you go this time. And Craig can, Craig can say, can, can back me up this or not. Uh, but that the law is interpreted by the police person so that it's not just robots saying you cannot do this. Right. And the thing is, if you're talking about a government where there's nobody actually interpreting things, that's the same thing. I know it's, maybe it's a stretch, but Still, no, that's, well, a, that, that's a good analogy, Jeff. I think that's pretty good. But and a lot of times you have police officers, they they interpret the law uh, at the scene at the time. And but it then comes up to judges they're to, awake. To, to what's that? If they're awake, right? If they're awake, yeah. If they're awake, if it's after <laughs> two or three a.m., uh, count me out. But but if you the police officer interprets the law and, and lays a charge. And then it comes up to a judge to decide if that interpretation was correct or if, you know, the, the alleged offense is correct. So you have those checks and balances. And with, when it comes to politicians, again, if you set up a, a, a standard tax rate, you set up for the common, for the common defense, uh, if you set up a consistent budget, that that's a, that's a dream in itself because the budget will have to reflect the, what's happening in the global world too, right? We have to we have to be able to to be flexible. 
when it comes to things like that, because that's why you need the politicians, right? To yeah, negotiate but, those trade deals, to negotiate how we stand in the world, world with other countries, how yeah, we but, react and how we uh, react to economic situations around the globe and how we were like through the pandemics. Pandemics, yeah. Who who really who look the relevance of these dicks sitting in the House of Commons? Okay. The problem is the way it is right now, they have unlimited spending uh, as a government because what they'll just do is they'll just say, oh, we'll get the Bank of Canada to print some more money up or we'll, we'll borrow the money or something like that. So they sit around and they think of... devaluing our currency. Hmm? They're just devaluing yeah. our currency. Oh, exactly. exactly. But, um, but everybody's devaluing their currency, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but the point, the point is that they have no limits right now. They just spend money as they want. Then they sit around and they go, oh my God, I'm, I'm sitting here. I've got to get reelected because I want to do my two terms to get my nice big fat pension. So I got to look relevant. Was it, was it like that before the pandemic? It's always been like that. Well, I don't know. Is it, has it been like that before the pandemic? Because right now you have unlimited spending. Yeah, of course. They, they're, yeah, they're he spending money out. like they don't have, right? Well, the conservative it. government had a balanced budget, yeah. and then Trudeau came in. When did he come in? Two thousand and fifteen? Uh, thirteen or fourteen? Fourteen, something like that. Yeah. And the first thing he did is he created what he said was going to be a fifteen billion dollar deficit, and it turned out to be what forty. Yeah. And then it's just gone off off the rails here, and and the reality is. You were talking about, oh, we need them to negotiate trade deals. None of these plugs sitting in Parliament Hill negotiate trade deals. It's people within the civil service, unelected bureaucrats, that negotiate trade deals. I don't know. Christina Freeland seems to be a pretty smart lady. She said that <laughs> she would rather... <laughs> yeah, let me finish. I'll probably be laughing as well. She yeah. said that... Uh, she doesn't want to burden the, the Canadian people with that. So that's why the government's going to take down that burden. So that's a pretty smart thing to say of a journalist who got thrust into a finance job. Oh, um, yeah. She's a, yeah well, she's a, that's she one of the dumbest things you could possibly say. Studies. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was the line of the night there. She's the stupidest plot waffle <laughs> that I've ever seen. I mean, she's, you know, I agree with what well, you're saying. I don't saying. even know what the it, fuck a twat waffle is. Like, what the hell is that? Christina Freeland. So look it up. Christina Freeland, yeah. Look at <laughs> her dictionary under twat waffle. Yeah. But <laughs> when you look at... Because I just don't when, understand. When you look at the economy and the crash of that economy, I think it was 2008, 2009, in Iceland, there was four central banks that went, went with bad loans, and it was more of like the Rothschild banking system. They didn't bail out the bankers like... Uh, Wall Street and everything else in America did. What they did was if you had a $100,000 loan against your house and it was a bad given loan, they gave the owner $110,000. You owned your house plus you had $10,000 to stimulate the economy. Instead of giving the bankers who screwed around with your money in the first place, mm -hmm. you gave them a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yep. And, and look at their economy now. It's thriving. It is unbelievable. And, at, and go check the numbers on the pandemic. See how they're doing. Yeah, that's a good example because so it, they, they actually awful. threw some bankers in jail. Someone whose exactly. vagina has been smashed so many times it begins to look like a nasty-ass waffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you looked it up, did you? Yeah. Uh, it up. <laughs> well, I know what the twat in uh, in in England at least is a uh, is a vulgar term for a woman's genitalia. No, it, it, no, they also use that term as being an idiot. Yeah, it says here also someone unaware of their own limitations and highly critical of others. See, see also, no, it says see also douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> he is. She's an absolute. I, I wouldn't. Have, I know. I. How do you say? I don't know it? who it is, but whatever. Oh, just look her up. She. She. She sounds like she's. Is there a picture um, under douchebag. What's her name? Krista Christina Freeland. Freeland. Christina? Is it Chris? I thought it was Krista. It might be Krista, yeah. K-R-Y-S-T-A. Just listen to her. Go on YouTube. Freeman? And listen. Freeland, yeah. Freeland, yeah. Freeland. Okay. Just look at a YouTube video of her speaking. It's like <laughs> fingernails on the chalkboard. Pretty hot, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know, she's like that. So there's this picture of her on on this thing. It's like a on her uh, not quite LinkedIn page here, and she looks like she's got a mouthful of cum. She's just not deciding whether to swallow or not. <laughs> that one ain't. That one's not gonna make the cut. I, oh. I love the picture. I love the picture of her in 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 in, in Parliament cutting her toenails. Yeah, that was that was really good. <laughs> Her toes up on the bench and yeah, pretty much. Can you see this picture? Yeah, yeah. I can't see it. Oh yeah, oh you can see it. No, it's like a tiny little picture, but that's like a that's looks like her parliament picture, whatever it is you got. It's got that that look on her face like I've seen a million times. Yeah. Paul, can you say Paul? Can you say something right now? <laughs> yeah. I think my I think my point was lost in translation somewhere. Yeah, yeah I think we should get circle back to Iceland yeah. there. Um, yeah. But um, Iceland's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. It, They're a forward-thinking society. As a small, isolated country like that, that they manage to have a viable economy and in and an independent society, it's pretty good. It's because they have yeah. a very restricted genome, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, can you immigrate to Iceland? Yeah, you can. They're looking for males. Can. Actually, uh, actually, they got too um, many females. Well, it's really fucking expensive to live there. It's really fucking expensive. But it's well, also, I could see that unless you like eating fish. You can also get paid a lot of money. So um, the people that are there, they're there because they wanted to get away from everything that I've met. And they, they're from all over the place. Like it's like when they first go there, they're scared because they, they think it's so fucking expensive and it is fucking expensive. But when you go there, it's, it's all like, all from all walks of life and all over the place, people just go in there because it seems like it's a pretty welcoming society, pretty internationally welcoming society. I visited there twice and you know what? Yeah. And they invite, they, they invite everybody. The air is clean. The water's clean. Yeah. Um, food is amazing. The people are so friendly. It is, it is unbelievable. Geothermal power. Geothermal power. Have, yeah. 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 They all, and they, of course, they, um, they, 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 they handled this, this, uh, pandemic pretty, pretty good, I think. Well, one of the things that they did was they, they didn't stop things happening the same way everybody else did. What they did was they, <laughs> they, uh, it, a lot of it was to do with immigration. And I think that's one of the biggest things for us and a lot of, for the rest of the world. People flying, 
from one country to another country, giving people things, uh, giving COVID, right? And what How they, are the politicians going to go away, though, Jeff? They didn't. They didn't. But they didn't stop it. They, what they did was they said, okay, if you come here and you have, you have to have a PCR test and you have to be quarantined for five days and have another one. And if you're free, then you, you don't have to go. And if you, have a, if you have a PCR test before you get on the plane and it's, it's good, negative, then you don't, they've changed that recently. To also add in, if you can prove that you have had COVID and, there are no, and uh, you can prove that, like with the antibody test, then you don't, long have, to, you don't have to quarantine either. What they're doing is they're doing stuff like limiting anybody that comes in has to be tested. And I think that's one of the things Canada has really fallen down on. Oh yeah. And you know, what's one of the, one of the, now I'm not sure that it made any difference at the time, but I was on a plane from Spain when I came back in uh, the end of some beginning of September, end of August. um, And I was on the plane talking to the women that were in air Canada, uh, sky waitresses and of course yeah. the problem is that the problem is that they were all sitting there planning their night out and i said oh i've got to i've got to go and i got to quarantine for 14 days they go well we don't we're essential services we, we're going we're going here 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 and here and we're going to do this and then we're getting on a plane in three days and then we're going to go back and i'm sitting there going what the fucking like you know what you're the ones that are going around this entire plane talking to everybody on the plane and then you're sitting down for dinner with each of you, so all five of you are having dinner at the same time, chatting without your masks on because you're sitting down. And of anybody on this plane that's going to be uh, getting COVID would be one of you guys. I'm the one that I'm sitting there, I'm masked up, I'm in my little cubicle thing, and I'm not, but I have to spend 14 days uh, in a hotel room. Yeah, I know. I remember you know I mean? we heard you bitch about it for 14 days. Yeah, that's true. Although I was out on my bicycle, wasn't I? Yeah, that's true. But you know what? Interesting point, though. Like, even at the best of times, if you want a cold, fly somewhere. You know what I mean? You're sitting there, whatever, X number of hours, uh, breathing recirculated air, uh, shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of other people. It sounds like sitting in the back, Todd. That sounds really bad. I just can't, you know what? I can't get this image of Krista Freeland out of my mind. When you look at air travel, though, to get back to your point, Todd. Yeah, thanks. It, Save us here. <laughs> you've got to be six there, feet. Paul. You've got to be. Yeah, you got to have your mask and gloves up, and you got to have copious amounts of alcohol on your hands, and yeah. then you've got to be six feet away from people lining up to get next shoulder to shoulder on someone on an aluminum tube. <laughs> yeah, I know that makes total sense. But you can't go to church. Well, That's you right. can't go to church, and you can't go and sit down and eat. But you can hold a church ceremony in a in a, a Costco or a superstore. Yes, you can. Yeah. And, and if you have an outside service in your cars, you get charged. That was in Elmer, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's happening in Elmer. But do you also do you also remember when our prime minister took a knee with a black mask on for Black Lives Matter in around surrounded by everyone else? Yeah. Well, yes. But but Terry Tam, let's call him Terry Tam, the Terry. health minister. <laughs> That's a giant. Yeah. That's a giant Adam's apple. With big hands, too. Big hands. But, are we, are we uh, on the road of... Uh, uh, hey, you should look that up. She's pretty hot, too. Yeah, I think she's more your style, Jeff. <laughs> she looks like she uh, couldn't give, it, she couldn't give a definitive... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, big Mike Sorrento? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Todd's got a certain fascination about Michelle Obama's nether region. 
<laughs> but you to look at Teresa Tam, and she couldn't give an answer, but she can give you every other stat about how churches spread it, the mass spreaders, but she couldn't tell you that uh, we, no one spread it from the, the from Black Lives Matter marches. No, that was it's a, as long as you have a Bristol board sign that says BLM. Yeah, if you're immune. Protects you. It's just good. It's just as good as ivermectin. Yes, ivermectin. Complete opposite that those guys actually get it worse. What do you mean? <laughs> there was that dead silence and that long pause. That was yeah. great. That's uh, yeah. beautiful. I love you can, that. You, I, think you, I think you're going to, you, your editing skills will be. Uh, I, I'm going to leave that long pause in there. Yeah, that's fantastic. I didn't say anything wrong. No, Did I? no, not at all. Oh, God. I thought those people, those people. That got Don Cherry kicked off hockey night in Canada. Those people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, good timing go. for Don, though. Good timing for Don. He left in the heyday. Yeah. yeah that's he left on top. Yeah. Well, that's what Someone she is said. the top guy, isn't he? <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. He said. What he said. <laughs> All right, Craig, where do you want to take this? Okay, I think we, we pretty well beat this uh, topic to death so far tonight. We've done pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think maybe we're going to wrap it up for the evening, and uh, we had some pretty lively discussion tonight. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about we, the pandemic. Yeah, uh, well, we're talking the way forward, I think, with the original topic of discussion. And, and from the way forward, we went from uh, U.S. politics to uh, – uh, Canadian politics, a little bit about how we uh, we traveled around Stanley Park on a 14-day uh, no <laughs> bicycle <laughs> tour, <laughs> and was able to do a podcast while doing the the, for the bicycle tour. It was actually it was actually one of the reasons I went to BC because they had that in their in their guidelines. Yeah. Isolation meant you should go for a bike ride or go for a run, a solo one, but by yeah. yourself. But I thought that was, it was really smart of them. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the tragedy that goes along with this COVID crap is uh, people's emotional and mental health, right? That's right. So actually, allowing people to go out and do safe exercise was a really smart thing for them to do. Yeah, it is. And look at the what money they brought to the economy by you coming there. Yeah, right. exactly. You you paid for food, hotel, you know, transportation. Yeah, yeah you guys. Right, Canada. Yeah, Ontario lost out on like yeah. You got you got any thousands of dollars. You got to insult your your ex wife. Uh. <laughs> oh my! We're just we're which just. Time was, which time was that? Oh, no, that was the second time you went back. That's right. That was yeah. the second time I went back, Craig. Yeah, we should get uh, her on the. Can we get her on the show? You sure could. I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll we'll pay We'll bring we'll bring Diane on too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we call it the ex-wives club. Hey, we didn't mention names. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, on that note, guys, uh, uh, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Todd. And thanks, Jeff, for a, a lively uh, discussion. And uh, what we'll do, this is uh, it's been a great podcast so far, one of our liveliest so far. Yeah. Uh, the mix has been good. Uh, everybody's input's been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Entertaining, to say the least. Yeah, and a fresh perspective all the way around. So 
we're going to wrap it up. And you've been listening to the Canadian Beacon podcast. And you have been listening to the Canadian Beacon podcast. We would love to hear your comments or suggestions. Please email us at cbpodcast at codegeco.ca or follow us on Facebook under the Canadian Beacon.